Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1999's Election, directed by Alexander Payne, starring Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. But before we do that, Dave, let's talk about what we've been watching. What have you been watching? Um, I watched Superfly the other night. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah. Got it off TCM. I was really pleased that it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a fun movie to watch. It's one I've never seen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, in that genre, you want Black Caesar, and th- that's that's like number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yep. Superfly is pretty far up there. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> Um, I watched a movie that was long overdue, The Graduate. Oh. I had never seen it before. Okay. And I finally scratched it off my list, the Mike Nichols movie sure. from 67. Mm-hmm. Uh, very important film. Absolutely. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Anne Bancroft, Catherine Ross. Very good stuff. And I now know what the ending of Wayne's World 2 is about. <laughs> Right. So, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a very good movie. Everyone should watch The Graduate if you haven't seen it. When I, th- there was a reference in a George Michael song. He did the sample of Would You Like Me to Seduce You? Okay. Um, it was, it was in a video <laughs> I saw a million times when I was a kid. I didn't know where it was from. Then I watched The Graduate and I was like, oh, it's Anne Bancroft. <laughs> of so, course, yeah. man. I mean, who wouldn't want Anne Bancroft to seduce Dude, yeah, Come on, she Mrs. Is, Robinson. Wow, yeah. That's something else in that movie. Yeah. Okay, um, so <laughs> let's talk about election. It's quite appropriate as it's election season here. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you give everyone a synopsis? All right. Uh, well, this is based on a novel by Tom Perota. Um, the story is essentially there is an overachieving, uh, like obnoxious kid in a school who is uh, needs to be, I guess, taken down a peg apparently by this uh, um, sort of vice principal slash history teacher played by Matthew Broderick. And Reese Witherspoon plays the student. Um, there's a student council election for president coming up, and Matthew Broderick is going to try and sabotage uh, Reese Witherspoon's chances. Um, and they they are they both know that one another is the enemy, and they uh, are constantly in battle, and it's a very fun time. Yep. This is a great movie, by yeah, the way. I this love is... this movie. I've seen it probably like three or four times now. Yeah. I got it on DVD a long time ago. Mm-hmm. The more I watch it, the more I love it. So you know? I know, yeah. And I think you brought it up once on the show before. We were talking about MTV films, mm-hmm. and you labeled this as one of the good ones, one of the only good ones. Right? <laughs> yeah, they got one right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Matthew Broderick is in this, and is it just me or does he still look like Ferris Bueller ten years later, he fifteen does. years later? He's very Jeez. boyish. I know. Um, th- th- there's there's a timeless uh, like impishness about this guy. I uh, I watched the commentary track on this, uh-huh. and Alexander Payne says he had never seen Ferris Bueller. Alexander Payne never watched Ferris Bueller's no, Day Off. No, I don't. I don't get it. Who wow. hasn't seen that movie? I'm I'm shocked. That that, that is <laughs> shocking news. Um, also in the movie is Chris Klein. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, he is Paul, and he's the kid who. Dave mentioned tries to get to sabotage Tracy's campaign yeah. by running against her. Right. This is his first movie. And if you don't know, he was in American Pie, and uh, this might be his only good performance, I think. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> trying to think of anything else I've seen him in that I've liked. So it's his first movie. It's also the best performance of his career that I've yeah. ever seen. And this role, it fits him perfectly. Whatever talents he has, he was he's totally right for this part. Yeah, he is. He's not anything in any other movie, but he, but he, he's really good in this. I know. It, it's so weird going back and watching this, being like, "What the? 
that's that dude from American Pie. <laughs> yeah. And he's like third build. You I know? know. Right. It's right. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into what the movie is actually about more. Mm-hmm. So Tracy Flick is played by Reese Witherspoon. She's this, you know, overachieving uh, high school kind of loner. Um, she's always the best at everything she does. She's always got to be ahead in life. And uh, if she doesn't get her way, it really ticks her off. Yeah. So the real driving point to why Matthew Broderick's character wants to sabotage her campaign is because she has ruined his friend's life. That's right. By sleeping with him. And he's another teacher. And of course, it's a uh, teacher-student relationship that's very inappropriate. And uh, the teacher gets in trouble. <laughs> so now Matthew Broderick just hates her guts. And I think he already hated her guts because she's just this know-it-all uh-huh. bitch. Yeah, he calls yeah. her a bitch. She thinks yep. she's just a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like she, she's got her, you see her with her hand raised in his class and she's mm-hmm. he's asking all these questions about uh, like trying to get the Ethics class. And kinda, Ethics and morals. Ethics mm-hmm. and morals. And he's trying to engage these students and like make them really, you know, talk about, you know, kind of. Uh, whatever they're they, like trying to get them into the lesson and she knows all the answers yeah. and she's been raising her hand for for years probably like she's had her hand and, up for 10 minutes and he yes. keeps ignoring her because yes. he's like let's get someone else into the discussion right here. right we're trying to get people involved which i'd i'd probably make the worst teacher now that oh I yeah think about it because i i'd be like <laughs> i'd be really impressed with <laughs> You'd be like yes yes tracy. Right. yeah tracy flick yes <laughs> I mean, eventually, I think I'd Don't become like Matthew into Broderick. Our ego. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> maybe if it was Reese Witherspoon. But uh, okay, yeah. I, I just mean like, and, and the, the guy playing um, Dave, who's the uh, Matthew Broderick's friend, he's a fellow teacher. It's, uh, Mark 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 Herlick. Yeah. Right. Mark Herlick. You've mm-hmm. seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's like a character actor. And he's only in this movie for about five minutes. Yeah. It's it's like the the first 20 minutes of the film is almost all exposition and this is how you do exposition. Mm-hmm. It's really fast moving. There's voiceover narration from three different from four different characters. Yeah. Um Chris Klein, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick and Jessica Campbell who is playing uh Chris Klein's younger sister. Yeah, Tammy Metzler. Tammy Metzler, mm-hmm. right? Um and his first line of the movie, um, Mark Herlick. I'm not going to say it on our show. Oh God! But it's the one line that I remember the the, the most from the first time I saw it because I like it hits you like a train. I thought I had a hernia actually <laughs> when it happened because I'm just like, no, Jesus. He, he's describing uh, Tracy Flick's anatomy in yes. very descriptive detail, and he's so passionate about it. Yeah. And, and Matthew Broderick has this great reaction, like, don't fucking tell me that. <laughs> yes. God. You're disgusting, you know. Um, <laughs> it is. It is disgusting. It's it's really gross because he's talking about a kid. Uh huh. And you know, I they, they they play it for laughs and they play it for humor, but like man, it just gives you the right. all over shivers. At least she's like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, you know, yeah. Around she's in high there, school, she's right. at, she's maybe a junior or senior. Yeah. But still, that's very inappropriate. Even if she is 18, exactly. that's still inappropriate. I mean, yeah, if she's of age and he's yeah. 40, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and so he's married also, yeah. and he has a baby. Uh-huh. And eventually the principal finds out, and he gets fired, and he doesn't get arrested, right? He doesn't get he, arrested. He just gets like... Like run out of town. Yeah, he moves to Milwaukee with his to like live with his live with his brother's right. basement or something. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and it shows him like stocking cans at like a grocery <laughs> right. store. Like, his whole career is ruined. Like I he mean, was gonna write this big book. Oh god! And he's like, 
Tracy wants to read my book. But you haven't written it. <laughs> but you book. haven't written it. But it's right here. And I he know, like points to his chest. Oh, yeah. God, he's so pathetic. Yep. Yeah. And later in the movie, Tracy's saying something like, sometimes I think about Dave and wonder if he's actually written his novel. And it shows him like at the grocery store or whatever. He's got but, a price gun. Yeah, he's like... pricing these items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never written a damn page. Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so after that first 20 minutes, the, 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 in that 20 minutes that of like the establishing exposition, it's actually each character telling you what their, I guess, position in life is. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's a lot of it's Matthew Broderick, um, explaining like who he is and how he's been like a teacher for a long time and, and kind of why he is so against Tracy. He mentions yeah. the, the affair that she had with, uh, with Dave. Um, but also just. I, I think it's important to note that that he actually says in this sequence that he admires Tracy in some ways. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's kind of like, and that's what well, I she meant. She does when have I, some admirable qualities. Yeah. I think he actually says that to yes. her. Yes, yeah. he does, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I meant when I said I'd be the worst teacher because I I would look at her and go, wow, she really is going places. I oh mean, yeah, you know, definitely. Um, she's got a lot of. She's very talented, very intelligent, but yep. uh, man, that little snot. <laughs> God, <laughs> exactly. Why does she have to be so like disgustingly perfect all the time? Yep, you know. Yep. Um, so Matthew Broderick is Mr. McAllister. They call him Mr. M. Yep. He's the cool teacher at mm-hmm. school. Uh, he's the one all the students like. They yeah. can come to him with problems. He's tough but fair. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. a like a WWE ref. <laughs> right. So like um, a WWE ref yeah. wants to be. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't get hit by a chair or anything. But <laughs> actually, does he get hit by a chair in the movie? <laughs> he does not take a chair. Okay, shot he doesn't in the take film. a chair no. shot. All right. No. A few bumps though. That's right. for sure. Yeah, definitely. But um, I I always kind of wanted to be like him when I grew up. Yeah, like when okay, I was right. When I first time I saw this, I was fifteen, sixteen, okay, seven, something like that. And I was like, "That's what I want to be." Yeah, that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Until he does stuff later, I was like, "Nope." But uh, <laughs> he's a great dude, and he he's very sincere, and you can tell he really cares about the school. Oh yeah, and the students, and he he's really there to make a difference, mm-hmm. and that's what he believes in. He's not just playing it up like he's trying to advance his career or anything he like wants to be this teacher to help people and tracy um really hates him for 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 like trying to stand in her way of success and also she you know during her narration she's talking about like how pathetic it is that that so many people in this town they're they're in a small town in nebraska in omaha Uh i believe it's omaha and um you know like how they don't want to do anything they don't want to like get out and she's talking about mr McAllister, and they show kind of this montage of him uh, talking about the three branches of the government, and it's just like uh-huh. him, probably year after year, class after class, saying executive, legislative, and judicial. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be played as like, oh, look at this pathetic kind of schnook, you know, just sitting here year after year doing this thing. But that's what makes him who he is. Mm-hmm. Is he he really does care, and and he wants to like actually impart this information to students because he he he's like he feels they're important to him, right? Um, so let's talk about Paul a little bit now. Yeah. I, I feel it, we're going in this direction where we're kind of describing each character. And I yep. think that's kind of important because all four of these main characters kind of drive everything. Yes. And their relationships together and how they interact and their personalities is what makes this movie up. Mm-hmm. So, like, Paul is, you know, the, the all-star quarterback on the football team, Mr. Popularity, super cool guy. <laughs> uh, he broke his leg over the summer skiing and he can't play. So Mr. McAllister gets the idea, well, Paul's not playing football, and he's going to need something to do, and he's super popular, (laughs) and I know how school elections work, so let's get him to run against this bitch, Tracy Flick. (laughs) Um, 
So that that's why he gets Paul. And Paul, I really like the character of Paul because he's kind of like this bumbling idiot, who, yeah. airhead guy, mm-hmm. but he he seems very genuine and nice. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a like a jerk like some no. jocks are, you know? No. He's like the nicest guy in school and everyone loves him because he is nice and he he likes everybody. Yep, he really is that guy. He's a good dude and even when he's talking to his sister who hates his guts, <laughs> he's still like being very nice to her and like, yeah, I'm just I was just worrying about you and no matter what happens in the election, you know, we're still brother and sister and all this yes. stuff. And it's very sincere and I like that about Paul's character cuz he could have just been this dumb jock. Yeah, that, well, he that's is true. a dumb jock. He he is he is yeah. a little a little slow. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> and, and and even when he's like now, now, all the stuff about like how everybody loves him and he really is kind of this genuine guy. Mm-hmm. Like even when he's doing things that um, maybe aren't well, if there's it's not I'm not talking about bad things, but like in his narration, he's being kind of this Andy Hardy type, like oh gee whiz everybody, mm-hmm. and he talks like that when he's when he's narrating having yeah. sex with somebody. Like, yeah, like he yep. he goes you know talking about like oh yeah, <laughs> Lisa and I would would start going up to school yeah. uh, for a fuck. For a and, hot tub and a fuck, or some <laughs> shit like that, yeah. A hot tub and a fuck. <laughs> and he's talking this way, the same he has the same tone in his voice that he has when he's talking up to Mr. McAllister mm-hmm. about classes. It's just, it's all the same to him. Mm-hmm. And I really like the one scene when uh, Mr. McAllister is trying to explain to him why he should run for the election uh-huh. for student body. It's student body president, by the way, people. Yeah. Just, that's all it is, you yep. know? yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's meaningless, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I think that's so great that <laughs> everything that transpires in this movie is all because of something that's completely meaningless. I, I know. That's pretty good. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he's like saying, okay, Paul, what's your favorite fruit? And he's like, uh, pear. And he draws a circle on the board and says, here's a pear. And he goes, no, apples. <laughs> Okay, Paul. All right. Here's an apple. And he draws um, all these apples on the board. And he's like, all right, but say you only got apples. Here comes an orange. Now you have a choice. And he goes, I also like bananas. Like, <laughs> he's missing the point. I know. Completely. <laughs> and, and and like props to Alexander Payne for, for that whole gag. Mm-hmm. Because like in the, in a for a lesser filmmaker, they would have had him like – Stop him six times, and I also like grapes. Yeah, you know, this time it was just the perfect. He just right digs notes. it in right at the end yeah. when he's like, "Get it right? You, do you get it, Paul? This is democracy, Paul. Well, I like bananas too." <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Broderick is like, "Yeah, right, right, yeah." Because <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, yeah, you could have a banana too. You could say Tammy's the banana <laughs> if you want to say that. Because <laughs> his sister Tammy starts to run, yeah, to spite Paul and Lisa, mm-hmm. her ex girlfriend, right? Um, so Tammy is with Lisa, and Lisa's not really into it, and she's experimenting or whatever. But uh, Tammy's actually a lesbian, and or shows so she says, or, yeah, I, no, she says I'm not a lesbian. I just am attracted to people, uh, <laughs> but they're all girls, <laughs> or something right, like that. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, uh. Lisa doesn't want anything to do with it because Tammy's like this really clingy, needy, creepy girl. (laughs) And uh, so she gets back at Tammy by going out with Paul. It's shitty. Yeah, it's a pretty bad move. Yeah. So Tammy decides to run against Paul in the election to to get back at both of them. Yep. And, And that's the great thing because Tammy hates school. She hates everybody. <laughs> like, she has no business in student council, like, at all. 
And she, yet though, like like we're talking, she's the only one who understands the situation. Exactly. Because when she gives her campaign speech, oh man, she this is my fa- one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's a rousing speech, and I completely forgot about this this time I watched it. Yeah, and I just was cheering her on. <laughs> yeah. I was yes. She gets up there and she goes, "Who cares about this stupid election anyway?" <laughs> and the whole crowd just is like, "What? Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah." I like her now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same crowd who was like kind of heckling and, and they, 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 they don't really like her because she's like a, just a sophomore. And a lot of them kind of know about her preference, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, and they kind of make fun of her for it because they're idiots. Mm-hmm. And as she starts to speak, like she starts to make more, more and more sense. Mm-hmm. And you can t- there's just this swell of like people are just <gasps> like there's this audible yeah. silence and like, oh, my, my yeah. God, that's amazing. Do you yeah. think student body has any impact on what oh. goes on at this school? Wow. <laughs> like it's really good. Th- this yeah. this this speech should be on high school curriculum. And she ends it with the only thing I promise is if you vote for me, I will disband the student government. <laughs> <laughs> so we never have to sit through one of these pointless assemblies again. Right. <laughs> and everyone cheers uproarious applause. Uh-huh. Um, and the principal's not happy. Wow. This the principal's really good in this scene. I can't, <laughs> I don't know who plays him. I can't remember. But he, he like comes up and he like gets on the microphone and he's like, all right, if you kids can't act like an adult, we're going to treat you like children. It's such a he's such a principal. Yeah, right he here. is. It's the perfect principal who no one gives a shit about, but he <laughs> thinks he has authority over you. Right. And then he's having a meeting with uh, Matt Malloy, the other guy, um, uh-huh. who the other like administrator and Matthew Broderick, who's kind of like I guess they're kind of like second in command or whatever. Right. Yeah. And um, the, he says. He has this line. He goes, "That little bitch made a fool of us." <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and just like, wow, man, you're a dick. He's like, "I want her out of the election. Uh, She's out." Right. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, to his credit, goes, "That's not how elections work, or something." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "All right, all right, yeah, you got me." Right, exactly. <laughs> like he would have. I mean, right. If if Matthew Broderick isn't in that room, Matt Malloy's like, "Yes, sir." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Terrible. Because uh, Mr. McAllister teaches like civics and history and ethics mm-hmm. and government and that kind of stuff so he's got the right opinion on yes. democracy uh which the principal he doesn't want a democracy no, i know that. he, he just not. wants to no. rule with an iron he fist. is a fascist <laughs> yeah Classic. he's a fascist principal. <laughs> <laughs> um and it, it was actually uh like chris klein's it was another of my favorite chris klein moment was was at this assembly his speech while not uh-huh. as awesome as uh as tammy's yeah um like I loved his reading of this speech. Right, yeah. It's it's of a little kid who it's of a kid who reads it like a sixth grade level. He's got his speech, you know, uh, folded up on a piece of notebook oh, yeah. paper in his pocket. He gets it out. He's looking at it the entire time and reading it as a run-on sentence. Yep. Um, we have all <laughs> experienced this. <laughs> yep. Um, and he, it's a, it's pretty good. It's a fifth grader's book report. Yes. I mean, yes. it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, and does he even get cheers? He doesn't like like people are yeah pe- people in the audience are kind of like are are having like, a reaction what? we are like you know yeah. there's a, there's a, a little scattering of applause and yeah that's it okay because I I think people would still cheer for him so did I I th- uh, I, know, I, I was I was good. surprised by and that. and let's not leave out Tracy you know mm-hmm. she's up first for her speech and she gives a you know a very impassioned I'm gonna make a difference you know vote for me as president of the United States kind of speech yes right um and. No one applauds for her, and everyone's making fun of her and uh-huh. stuff. And you actually kind of feel bad for her yes. in, in this scene. And actually, in a lot of scenes, you kind of feel sympathetic for her. She is, it, 
you know, like at her center, a very sympathetic character. Yeah, yes. it's a it's a really good performance by Reese Witherspoon. It's one of her best performances. Reese Witherspoon is is one of the best actors. You know, oh, the, she's great the, in the movies today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no doubt. And she was she was good from the very start. She's a movie star. She's hilarious and very touching in many scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like her, some of her background, she's raised by a single mother. Yes, who's obsessed with female power and that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. It's it's an overbearing mother, yeah. Really much stage mom, stage right. mom, and mm-hmm. very condescending to her and yeah. stuff. Like at the end of the movie, she, spoiler alert: she loses the election. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh huh. But the mother's trying to console her for a second and says, "Well, maybe you needed more posters, or maybe you should have taken my suggestions about your speech." I don't know. It's we'll the, figure it out. W- yeah, whatever it, you can like, whatever uh, you shouldn't say to a kid in this situation. Right. Yeah, that that's what she's and, that's and, what she's doing. And you finally see that at the end, and you're like, that's what she's been dealing with since she was like five years old. Man. Exactly. That's like, right. And that's why she's the way she is. Yes. Th- th- think you about feel like, bad for her. And I, it makes me but wonder. But still like, hate her, by the oh, way. Oh, exactly. Because mm-hmm. because in in thirty years. She's going to be CEO of a big corporation. Yep. And or in government somewhere. Exactly. Yep. She'll be Secretary of State or whatever, mm-hmm. like doing something like like with a lot of like light on it, visibility. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I guess in order to rise to that level in life, this is how you have to be from day one, you know. Probably. Um, I, I it's not certainly not me. No, I'm not like her no, at all. And no. I don't want to be in like that position. <laughs> no, never. I just want to sit here and talk about movies. So do I, dude. I want to be small time as hell. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Screw the spotlight, That's man. That's right. Um, but yeah, that, it's a great character because yeah. of that. It's She's so complex. Uh-huh. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's like a perfectionist, too. Like, I don't think I listed that in her qualities, oh, right. but she's definitely mm-hmm. perfectionist. Um. And one more thing about Chris Klein that I really love. Uh-huh. It's just a stupid line when he's talking. He's driving home in his like truck that is, you know, dad bought him brand yeah. new for his 16th birthday because that's the kind of family he's from. <laughs> but um, he's trying to think of like slogans for his campaign, <laughs> and he's listing like words that start with P, like Paul, Paul for president, promise, progress, peanut. <laughs> like, yeah, peanut. He's just- <laughs> this is such an idiot. <laughs> He's like can't even. <laughs> it's such great characterization you get for Paul. Yeah. I mean, even though I think you get him figured out pretty quick, but right. like they just keep it coming, and you're just like you love this guy more and more. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I'd want to be friends with him in high school. Me too. I don't know if I'd hang out with him a lot, but I feel like I would definitely love this guy. I I, I knew I I never knew anybody who was quite like who was quite as awesome as this, but, but I, I did know people who were, um, kind of like, he reminds me a lot of, of Andy from parks and recreation. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it's that, that guy who, who was just like, um, he's just a big kid and he'll be yeah. that way forever. Oh yeah. Know? He's always going to be that way. Right. And like, he's, he's like oblivious to things. Sure. And like, like at the end of the movie, he's talking about, you know, all the, now that the school year's over, I'm going to go to college and Lisa left me for my friend. And, Oh, I guess, that's okay. Like <laughs> the way he just thinks about things, it's so simple-minded. <laughs> it is, and he and he really understands himself. I mean, like, like because I th- mm-hmm. I think in inside he probably realizes I look like Chris Klein, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> and I have a lot of money, and my parents love me. I, I guess doesn't matter if my girlfriend leaves me. Uh, you I'm going to get another one. Exactly. I'm and just I'll just st- get another hot tub and another fuck. Sure, you know? <laughs> another hot tub and fuck. I'll wear this sombrero. It with really maracas. surprised me when Tammy's ex girlfriend <laughs> blowed me. Like the just the the yeah. voiceover he's getting. Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 
Um, now, at one point, um, it, what what is kind of it, it's it's a weird moment that that is uh, kind of the the catalyst for the last half of the movie. Yeah, is when Tracy is working late on one of her. She, she's on like all these committees and everything, and like on the yearbook committee, she's working late one night at the school, and one of her big posters is kind of hanging weird. So she decides to try and fix it, and when she tries to fix it, she messes it up more, and that starts like yeah. Tracy has these moments where where. A Navajo Joe music un- cue yeah. comes up. <laughs> <It's in there>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and whenever you yeah. hear the Ennio Morcone, yeah. um, you know, uh, you, you know that Tracy's about to lose her shit. So she starts taking down all of Paul's posters uh-huh. and she rips them up and she feels guilty about it. But she also knows she doesn't want to get caught. So she decides to dispose of them. Well, Tammy sees her doing this, mm-hmm. um, knows, knows all the dirt. Right. And uh, <laughs> when when. Paul and his campaign manager slash girlfriend Lisa get to school on Monday. They're telling, talking to the principal that all his posters are down. Uh-huh. They're they're going to do this investigation. So Mr. McAllister is on the case. Yep. And by the way, when she decides to dump these posters, it looks like she's dumping a body. It does. Like she like packs them in this garbage bag and like looks around. Yep. Pulls up the car next to the dumpster. Opens the trunk. Stuffs it in. Yep. <laughs> she's <laughs> like Michael Rooker. Yeah. Yeah. It, dude. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but um, it, I love how they just the way they filmed it, uh-huh. like Alexander Payne. It made it look like you're watching someone getting whacked. You know, <laughs> right. it I was know. great. But yeah, so Mr. McAllister's on to onto her, and he thinks it's her. Yep, for some reason, and she's like, "Well, I they even tore down my poster." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, and then Tammy comes in and says, "I know who did it." So he excuses Tracy yep. and says, "All right, Tammy, come in." And Tracy's sitting out there like, "Oh my god." She knows who did it. Yep. Because it is Tracy. It definitely. She <laughs> she's definitely sitting there did it. sweating her ass oh, off. Oh, yeah. Like, all right, the jig is up. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> right. I've ruined everything I've worked for my entire <laughs> life. Because to her, this is the most important thing in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she sees, like, Tammy open her her backpack with all the posters in it. And, <laughs> oh, my God, she's going to tell. And Tammy admits that she tore it down she confessed tammy says i tore him down mm-hmm. because she wants to be expelled so she can go to immaculate heart the all-girls school <laughs> yes. yep. and it works <laughs> the plan goes off perfectly without a hit yes i mean oh. it, it's the moment tracy realizes that tammy took the fall uh-huh she instantly reverts back to her i knew it was you oh, i knew it was God. you you're gonna pay for this Playing it up again like she's innocent. <laughs> what a bitch! I know she's so, she's so God. she's so rotten, man. I know, I know. dude. And and like it's another great um th- this scene between like before Tammy fesses up or like gives the false confession. Um, you know, Mr. McAllister is is interrogating Tracy and like she is um you know pleading her case, saying she's innocent and everything. And it's this really excellent scene just between Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick because he's being an authority figure uh-huh. and he's being that guy you described earlier. Right. Um, tough but fair, totally seeing through her lies, mm-hmm. understanding what a kid is doing, and kind of like you know like he's he's gonna solve this. He just needs to you know like to get it out of her. Right. But at the same time, when he is lecturing Tracy, he is so. While everything he's saying to her about like giving her life lessons is valuable, mm-hmm. he's, as we know, one of the world's biggest hypocrites. Because, yes, yes. Because um, he's saying stuff about this is not yes. ethical and stuff. Right. And he, and he even brings up the, the affair with Dave. Uh-huh. Um, like, does, not in so many words, but but they, they're, they're very, like, kind of casually, like, talking around it. Yeah. And 
Well, well he says our actions have serious consequences. Yes, he implying does, right. like I know what you did uh-huh. and stuff. And it has double meaning because of, of what he had just ha- had done uh, in the scene prior. He's running around on his wife. Yeah, with Dave's ex-wife. With Dave's ex-wife mm-hmm. who is like like Linda. Linda um and I mean like okay, so we we, we, ju- we just saw it happen. I think it happened that morning. Yeah, it did, and then he came to school. Yes, yep. and and she had told him, you know, like like the, the there was this there's this hotel off the highway that, that he jokingly referred to her, like told her, hey, want to get a room? Should we get a room? Um, that's not funny. It's not, and that's what and she, she says to and him, and she is not amused by it. You feel that scene? I feel like I got punched in the gut, like, as you should. Okay, so right, I won't, I'm not going to say it's close to the level, but <laughs> it reminds me. Of happiness in ways like some of these jokes and situations, right? It's not as extreme as that, but like with the teacher-student relationships, the infidelity, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, it's kind of borderline disturbing. I know, yeah, it is. It's but it's Mm -hmm. behind closed doors of of like suburbia, like what's really going on. Yep, and and you know, like it's the the whole thing after after this this whole interrogation thing. um, Like Matthew Broderick then goes to his class and he gives everybody like this this. uh, pop quiz and mm-hmm. he's now like while they're taking this test he is going to the to the motel and like getting it ready for his tryst right he's got a he, he runs to walgreens <laughs> and he buys a cheap bottle of wine yep. he buys like one of those box of like gardetto chocolates or whatever the fuck you know those cheap ass yeah, end uh, cap chocolate sample yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to be all romantic right then he's washing his taint in, oh yeah in the, in the hotel tub that's the final final shot there <laughs> After he's prepped everything, he's squatting down in the tub and like lapping water into his crotch. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's like wow, and we we've, we've got kind of this like hidden camera shot from like outside yes. through the doorway, and there's no music. Oh, dude, on that one shot. all you hear is just like <laughs> yeah, it's the so, water. It's gross. <laughs> it's such a private moment, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. it's funny, but like I said, it's kind of disturbing because you're like, God, this guy is yeah, he's just getting ready for this. Yeah, what are you and doing? And what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it briefly. He's been talking about morals and ethics the yes. whole movie almost, and th- he's doing this now. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a hypocrite. Totally. What the hell. And and I mean, like when adults for for adults to come after kids like this is the worst mm-hmm. because I mean, yeah, this guy's got all kinds of skeletons. Even if he wasn't two time in his wife, he's still going out of his way to like you know take down a kid. Yeah, you know, yep. regardless of of, of if she seduced his friends, and, and and if she's a, a whiny snotty little girl, uh, like sure. you, you don't yeah. like her, she'll be gone in a year. That's right. Don't worry about it. And yeah, let it happen. And and I think he even says something about that in his narration. He does. I don't know exactly what he says, but it's something along the lines of. I don't even know why I wanted to do this. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about her. I just had to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe there's more reasoning there. I just can't remember. But the gist I took from it is he doesn't even know why he's doing it. It's just because he can't stand her face anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he says that... <laughs> Like at various points throughout the movie, that there's all these like really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's these a lot of freeze cool, frames. Yeah, freeze frames, and a lot of other filmmaking techniques that Alexander uh-huh. Payne uses. Yeah, and these freeze frames are hilarious. It's Reese Witherspoon, like like either uh, like making a face and yeah, mid sentence, like sentence. and her mouth is open or right, something. Exactly. Yeah. Mouth open, one eye like <laughs> yeah. almost half shut. Um, and in this one, 
that, where, where, where he actually talks about how much he hates her face. She is looking in uh, to the class where, where they're where they're counting the votes for student council uh-huh. president, and she's got this big grin, and she's uh-huh. leaping, and her little curls are are you know oh yeah all they're flailing. bouncing out yes, yep. and that's when Matthew Broderick has that narration about I just don't like this face anymore. Yep. I'm sick of this yep. crap. <laughs> And that's where the the real what he does, right? Um, what happens now? Um, so so before we get to that, he was going to go to the hotel room. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And um, his life is already ruined when he's doing the count. Right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, he goes home, or he goes to the hotel room. Nothing happens. Linda's gone. Can't find her. He goes to her house. Um, she's not there. He gets stung by a bee <laughs> in the eye. Yes. Which I think is like a metaphor for your life's totally falling apart because yes. you're obsessed with Linda right uh, now. I, I I took it actually. Something even, like that. I, I, can, I, can I get deep go, on go you? Go ahead, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what passage in the Bible okay. it is, but it's maybe it's in Proverbs. Something about like, uh, do not... Um, Something, oh, what it was it? A plank in your eye? Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I've heard that one. Yes. Um, it could be. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the apple is used as temptation throughout true. the whole movie. That's true. Um, Linda's yard has an apple tree. It's, um, it's he entirely He uses possible. the analogy of the apple mm-hmm. to entice Paul to run. <laughs> yes, so, right. I mean, there could be biblical things here. You never know. So. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's deep, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and it turns out Linda has gone to his house to confess to his wife that they had sex, and um, now his life is completely over. In a mm-hmm. in a really cool dialogueless scene. Yep. Um, he he just walks into the house. He gets a beer from the fridge. He hears a baby like making noise. Yep. And he goes over to the to the living room to see like kind of pokes his head around the side, and he just sees his wife yeah. crying and Linda sitting next to her. Yep, holding the holding, holding her baby. Holding the baby. Yeah. No, no words, and you know, wow, it, it, everything is there for you. You there, know exactly what happened. I think he just says, "Okay," yep. and he leaves. Yep, <laughs> yep. yeah, that's it. Because he's, but he's, he's done. And then he spends the night in his car in front of Linda's house, takes a leak on the tree, <laughs> then <laughs> heads to school, takes a shower, and then it's election day. Everyone's voting, mm-hmm. um, and Tracy and Paul meet up in the cafeteria where everybody's voting. And, uh, oh, good luck, you know. Yeah. Paul's really sincere, and he hopes Tracy wins because he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And Tracy's like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's thinking. She's barely putting up yeah. with this man's presence. Yeah. Right. So she goes in and votes for herself, and Paul goes in and thinks it's amoral to vote for himself, so he votes for Tracy. And then it comes down to the vote, <laughs> which uh, Tracy wins by one vote, uh-huh. which um, was Paul's vote. Was Paul's vote, say. of yeah. course, right. Uh-huh. Uh, not to mention there's like twice as many disavowed votes because they were all for his sister, Tammy, who yes. was just expelled from school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, and, th- and th- th- those trashed votes actually were more than both Tracy and Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's pretty cool. And and like the, the, the count that happens, it's these three kids um, who bring like the, the box of votes, the box of ballots to this this classroom where Matthew Broderick is supposed uh-huh. to like, you know, one of them's him. name is Larry. Larry. He's I he's love in, Larry. And he's in Gotham now, I guess. Is he? he plays Harvey Dent. Really? Yeah, that kid. Holy cow. Really? I, I found that I out love last Larry. night. I love Larry. Yeah. He's, Larry's a really good character. Yeah. Um, and he is, he's really serious about his job. <laughs> He, oh yeah, he, you know he counts the votes. He he does the count that Scott mentioned. He gets gets those figures, and Mr. McAllister, um, 
you know, he's, of course, disappointed by the result. So it's time for him to count so you can have, like, the two-way match. Mm-hmm. And his count is, well, the, he, you know. First, he tells Larry, why don't you just tell me yeah, what he, your numbers were, uh-huh. even though you're not supposed to. Right. I think the line is, we're not electing the fucking Pope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Larry tells him, you uh-huh. know, it's one vote. Uh-huh. So, yeah, then McAllister does his vote. Right. And he gets the same numbers, and then he sees Tracy jumping for joy outside the door. Yeah. Because this other kid who's in there, this nerdlinger. Yeah, this who, little not he's, Larry. He's kind of uh, like Tracy's like minion almost. Yeah. Like, I think there was a subplot with him that was cut. Okay. Um, but he's like in love with Tracy, and he sure. does stuff for her. Mm-hmm. So he like gives her a thumbs up, like, you're going to win. You mm-hmm. got the vote. Yep. So then she's like jumping for joy out the window, and Mr. McAllister sees it. And that's when he says, I'm tired of that face. <laughs> and he slips two of Tracy's votes into the garbage bin and um, announces that, uh, Larry, we got a problem here. Mm-hmm. And then the principal does a count, and Paul has won by one vote now. Yeah. And Larry is adamant that he counted it correctly, and there's this many students that voted, but there's only this many ballots, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Something's going on uh-huh. here. And he he almost accuses Mr. McAllister of rigging the election. Yeah. And the principal's like, no, you're not going there. That's right. You're not going that direction, son. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Even though it's the right direction. He's totally got the whole thing figured out. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because his life had fallen apart because of how dumb he is uh, by cheating on his wife, uh-huh. which is one of the most awful things you can do, Uh huh. he decides to ruin the election because his life's ruined. And then um, he feels great about it. The next day, he's got new resolve and everything, you know? <laughs> he's going in with a brand new shirt on, and he's ready. Um, and he walks in, and they have found the two votes in his trash can. And we didn't mention it at the beginning, but uh, the janitor sees him throw some Chinese takeout on the ground on uh, accident. Yes. So now it shows the two votes, and the janitor's there. And um, he's giving the same look of like disgust uh-huh. that he had earlier in the movie. Um, cause he found the votes, so he turned them in to get revenge on Mr. McCall. It's so cool. The, the janitor like, is Larry's man. Yeah. You know, like has nothing. <laughs> the janitor's just a, he's in the movie in two shots yep. and it's for the Chinese food <laughs> and then the, the votes. It's, it's so funny, It's yep. but it, uh, it doesn't even need to be in the movie. It's just a gag. Like you, they could have just said, well, we found the votes, uh-huh. you know, not the janitors got revenge. I think yeah. that's a great, like <laughs> complex joke that just takes like an extra 20 seconds sure. to put into this movie. And it's another good example of, of, of that, of it's not wordless. I mean, but, but it's just, it maybe it's just like two words. Um, you know, Matthew Broderick walks into this office. He sees the principal, the janitor, Larry, Tracy, Tracy's mom. Uh-huh. And he knows immediately what's happening. Because yep. they all turn to look at him. And uh, we don't need a big, you know, like, weepy, nope. you know, what confession or whatever. We just know that this guy's done. You get a close-up of everyone's face looking at him. Cut to his face with the swollen, <laughs> uh, bee sting eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's having a rough time, man. <laughs> And um, I think after it shows a bunch of faces looking at each other for a minute or so, it just cuts to him walking out the door with the principal there. And he, the voiceover just says, I don't need to tell you what happened. Yep. I, I gave him my resignation and he accepted. Yep. That's it. Right. But you don't have to go, like you said, a big old scene. Nope. You don't need it. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's weird, too, because of the, of the 
as we've been talking about like how how pointless a student body election is mm-hmm. um that th- it would be a fireable offense to rig a student body yeah. election um you know even though it it of course means nothing it's definitely a really i mean y- y- you know as the viewer this is a really shitty thing to it do is. to somebody I mean, what- what kind of character does this person yes. have? Yes. And he's teaching our students right. values and stuff. Like, it's garbage. You can't have someone like that in the school. You need it's, Larry. It's not as bad. As, yeah, you need Larry in the school, man. <laughs> right. It's not as bad as Dave sleeping with it's, students. It's certainly but, not. I mean, yeah, there are degrees. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's, I, it's definitely fireable offense. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yep. You can't trust that guy anymore. No. Man. And he was like a higher up. He was. You know, exactly. He was supposed he was to be in the right-hand man of the principal, I'm assuming. That's right. And he was supposed to also like kind of be in charge of student government and yeah, kind he's of in like charge mentor of the election. them. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. Right. Taking advantage <laughs> of a post sorry, and dude. really being stupid about it. Right. Yep. Um and we don't care if you uh just ruined your life and you don't like this student. <laughs> it in a split second a bad decision will bite you in the ass, dude. Absolutely. Like, right. Like I think that's great cuz in the in the movie he's just like it takes one second, mm-hmm. and he just throws his whole life away. Oh man. yeah, completely unravels. Yeah, right for no reason. Yep. Um, and we talked about his hypocrisy. Like he's telling Dave at the beginning, like you can't be cheating on your wife, you know. Oh man. And you can't do it with a student, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then he goes and cheats on his wife with Dave's ex-wife. It's like it's, that is it's outrageous. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and and while he's and we, we see a couple of scenes of Matthew Bra- of of Mr. McAllister having sex with his own wife. And oh yeah, <laughs> fantasizing about other women. Um, at one point, he's doing her from behind, yeah. and like on the back of his wife's head, you see, a, like a just a bubble, like a sign language bubble, yeah, yeah. The, to the frame. It's like a Brady Bunch. It head. is, yes. <laughs> and it's the woman who plays. It Linda. like slides in over <laughs> the back of his wife's head. It's, it's pretty cool. And and she's like yeah. she's talking to him in the most unsexy way, but yeah. he's really like all she's saying up about like it. sexual sure. things, but non-sexily. Yes, like do it. Mr. McK- do it. Um, what's do his it. name? Jim? Jim. Do it, Jim. Do it, Jim. Do it, Jim. Fill me do up, it, Jim. Jim. Right. And then, and then Tracy Flick's head comes <laughs> over, yes. and she's like, "Do it, Mr. M. Do it." <laughs> yes. it's, like, it's really good. And it cuts to him like pumping away. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> and my, he, dude, yeah. my brother walked in while this scene was happening. He's like, "What are you watching, dude?" Oh, dude. I'm like, right. "It's election. It's a great movie. Exactly. This is comedy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chill." <laughs> I'm not watching Touchdown, <laughs> which uh, is the name of the porno that yes. Mr. McAllister watches. That's... And that's when he gets the inspiration to yes. uh, make Paul run because uh, Tracy had said something to him earlier when he was like signing off on her signatures. She's like, well, Coca-Cola has tons of competition, but they spend so much on advertisement that they're mm-hmm. still number one. Yeah. Like, I'm like the Coca-Cola or something. Right. And then he's down there watching this porno called Touchdown. <laughs> And he's drinking a Pepsi. He's drinking an ice cold Pepsi. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he looks at the Pepsi and he's like, oh my God. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he says, Paul. Yeah. And then it cuts the Paul falling off a mountain, breaking his leg. <laughs> but um, so you can look at the movie as Tracy's the Coke and Mr. Sure. McAllister's up the Pepsi almost. Yes. Um, trying to take her down. The scheming off brand. Yeah. And like at the end of the movie, like this is pretty much the end here. They, they have a kind of a follow up on all our characters. So Paul. You know, is now single. He's going to go to college. Mm-hmm. He's still a ditz. Yep. Uh, Tammy's at Immaculate Heart with Jennifer now. Happy as hell. Dude, she's happy as hell, dude. <laughs> she's smoking weed in the Catholic girls' bathroom. Yo, I mean, it's Catholic girls' school, dude. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and she's in love. Uh-huh. She's going to be with her forever. Totally. Yeah. Man. And uh, <laughs> uh, Matthew Broderick moves to New York City, starts teaching like museum tours yeah, or something. Yeah, giving tours to mu- at a museum. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he seems happy with his life now. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Okay, good for you. Sure. And Tracy goes on to be like uh, an assistant to some like senator or something. I believe she's interning for a senator. Yeah, she's, something like she's that. She's attending Georgetown in D.C. Right, yeah. Yeah. I love that. It shows her in Georgetown, and she's like, I thought I'd be around people like me, but I'm not. I'm just around a bunch of spoiled rich kids who just right. want to party. Um, and that's great because she's it's her in the same position she's always been in, and she's still got to be that same person. Yeah. And you feel kind of bad for her because these dudes are just talking and partying in the sure. hallway and she's trying to sleep in her pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got the curlers on. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, you feel bad because she is a hard worker. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had that kind of motivation mm-hmm. and I wish I had that kind of will to just do things and succeed in life. Um, but <laughs> but we know, don't. We don't. <laughs> you know, what can you do? I um, want to sit down and watch a movie. That's right. I want to watch Election. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then uh, the final scene. Um, I guess we're following Matthew Broderick around, and he's saying he was in D.C., and he went on a trip, and he's he was going somewhere, and he's he's drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> I think it's like a strawberry milkshake in a Pepsi cup. Yeah. and <laughs> It's like a slushy, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, I only saw Tracy one time since then, and uh, it was her with the senator coming out into the limo or something, and uh-huh. he's giving this whole voiceover about, I wasn't even mad anymore about the situation. Like, everyone's turned out all right, and for the better, Tracy's doing well. And I'm doing great and blah, blah, blah. And he keeps getting a little more and more cynical as he's going. (laughs) And he's still trying to be positive, but the voiceover is getting very cynical. And then eventually he's just like, and who the fuck does she think she is? (laughs) And it shows him chuck this milkshake at the limo. (laughs) And he hits it in the rear window. (laughs) And the car screeches to a halt and he just takes off booking across the street. Yeah, it's it's such a cathartic moment. Totally, because man. you wanted him to do that. Yeah, you want him to do that. <laughs> you want to throw a milkshake at Tracy Flick? Of course, dude. She deserves a milkshake. Even at though, least. like we've said, she's sympathetic and all yeah. that. But yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm throwing this milkshake at you, and everything that happened to him is his fault. Of course. So you can't blame her. Yeah, but still, you just want to throw a milkshake. I'm at gonna her, I'm gonna mess up that car. Yeah, there, dude. You know that she's in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's my only it shot. It is a great ending. <laughs> right. And then I think it shows him in the museum. Yeah. And uh, he's asking questions to the students that are on tour there. And there's one girl with her hand up constantly. Yeah. He's just like, shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's the next Tracy Flick right exactly. there. Exactly. And and this is this is the part where I like, it, you know, if you, if you really kind of take a kind of a deep dive into it, you go, okay, okay, Mr. McAllister, what's your problem, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. honestly? So, okay, so, so you just... Tracy's out of your life now. Right. And now there's another little girl who's very ambitious <laughs> and wants to be, you know, like, just kind of like you. That, that, that's what she, she wants to impress you. Right. What is your deal, dude? How about I don't you know, just call dude. on her? You, you've been dealing with her now for maybe, what, this whole day? Who gives a shit? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> I, I love the ending, but I'm also, like, really pissed off at Mr. McAllister in this scene. So Well, he he's the protagonist, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's... He seems like a likable guy at the beginning, like I said, yeah. but then after you see what he's done, you're like, this guy's kind of a, a loser. He is. An he's, asshole. Right. He's like, a schmuck. He's right. not a good guy. No. He thinks he's a good guy, but he's not. <laughs> yep. So that's the movie, dude. Yes. Um, anything else you want to talk about? 
I love Alexander Payne's movies. Um, yeah. I, I like The Descendants. I like Sideways. I like Nebraska mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But as far as rewatchability, um, this one is the tops for me. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, it, 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 I, I enjoy this one more than the others, even though even if I acknowledge that like Nebraska is maybe a superior film or whatever. Yeah. This one is way more fun to sit through. Well, yeah. And it it's a comedy. Yeah. Really. That's right. all it is. Mm hmm. I mean, it's a great comedy, though. It is, yes. It's not an inconsequential comedy. No, um, like this one actually has. I mean, it's it's a it's a three it's a three act structured piece that, that that is just happens to be really funny. Yeah, and if, I mean, you could take out the jokes if sure. you wanted and still be a great drama. Yep, absolutely, definitely. Um, it was nominated for best screenplay also, and and it deserved that yeah, nomination definitely. And yeah. I I think Reese Witherspoon kind of missed out on a nomination too. I know she got a Golden Globe nomination. Yes, yeah, she um, did. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, and 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 that was good just because it was like, okay, hey, there's somebody here who's like going to be rising above all this teen stuff. Yeah, you know, and definitely. she's already showing like these great chops. You know, she's going to do something, mm-hmm. and she's, she has right, and she's still playing a high school student. You know, yes. but it's. Wow, what a great job, man. She's a, she's a talent, man. Yeah, so um, that's all I got. Okay. So would you recommend the movie? Yes, I, I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this movie has some of the funniest narration you'll ever hear. Yeah. And and it's from four different characters. And like like there are moments in this that will just, that will just like even if you don't laugh uproariously every time, you'll always be smiling no matter what's uh-huh. going on. Just from the readings these people give, yeah. it's awesome. Every, everything Jessica Campbell does in this movie oh, is she's, amazing. She's excellent. Her Ta- reaction when like when the father tells her he's going, she's going to that all-girls school, uh-huh. and she just looks up and gives that smirk. <laughs> it's almost like she looks like Alexander DeLarge in yeah, that yeah, shot. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Dude, yeah, it's a great movie. I would recommend it. Um I was so glad we were we did this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, election season's here. Let's yeah. watch Election, That's man." That's right. What a great movie. Yes. And I haven't seen it in years, so I'm I'm glad I got to revisit it, Me man. Too. And I'd forgot some of the things. Like I forgot Tammy actually ran against her oh, brother. Okay, yeah. And when I saw her ringing a bell, vote for Tammy, I was like, "Yes, I forgot about this. <laughs> right. This movie is so good." Yep. And when Mark Harrelick said that first line, oh, man, good. oh, oh. oh I, I just like I I shifted in my seat and I laughed my ass off. Yep. It's you know? a great movie, dude. Yep. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. Um, that gives more dudes listening to the dudes. Uh, make sure you leave that review, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't use iTunes, you can find us anywhere else you get your podcast. You know, review us there. Share it there. Do all that stuff. That's right. And you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yep. Um, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and we have an email address, uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Just drop us a line about movies or everything you want to talk about. Right. Who are you voting for this year? No, don't. Oh, we don't want to fucking know. <laughs> Tracy I'm, Flick I'm or voting better. Flick. That's right. <laughs> I'm voting Tammy Metzler. Oh, Paul Metzler, you Betzler. That's his poster. That's a high school poster right there. If you ever saw one, yep, <laughs> no doubt. Um, so stay tuned next week when we do 1994's The River Wild, directed by Curtis Hansen, <laughs> starring Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Oh,